Got me. So today we start the 15th chapter of Tanya. We are learning details about the Benini for the Tzaddik and for the Russia, the Al Rebbe dedicated one Pedic, because the goal and the purpose for whom the Tanya was written were for the average person. In other words, people who have the capacity never to sin. That's the average person. Never to sin, not in action, not in words, and not in thought. And on one hand, it makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense because if one were to live solely in the present, Kula al everyone agrees that right now, right now for the next second, I have the power to choose whether to do or not to do. If people were to live that way, I'm only living in the present, then it would be a lot easier to be a Bainini because... It's not whether, oh, I can never do that, I can't handle never being, being able to do that. But if I'm only looking at right now, right now I can control myself. The challenge is you have to control yourself right now, and then nochamol right now, and again right now. And, and, and the challenge is, is that if the person's inner, if the person's inwards, if the person desires a lot to do something that Hashem doesn't want that person to do, then indeed, how can you always succeed in making the right choice? It's very challenging. So the Alter Rebbe gives different types of Benini. So he begins to describe, and, and every type of Benini relates to us, because really some of us in certain areas are like one Benini, other ones of us in other areas, the same person is a different Benini. The Alter Rebbe speaks about people that don't sin because they don't have an inner struggle, not because they're tzaddikim, because in that, in that activity they're not attracted to it. Al-Tarebbe speaks about people that are cold by nature. They're they're dispassionate people. They're living dead people. So they don't don't have a... It's a brentnish. Nothing is burning. So they're always going to be doing the right thing, but for them there's no struggle. You have such people. It's also many, many times connected to people that are a little bit depressed. So they're down. On top of that, al Rebbe says, if you have a, a dispassionate person... Right, he doesn't have a South American neshama. He's a North American European. And on top of that, he's a little bit depressed. And on top of that, the person is a bookworm. He's a masmid. He likes, he likes reading. He likes learning. These people in certain areas will be bainanim, but it's called a bainani that's not serving God to be a bainani. They don't make an effort. And that's true that in our lives, in certain areas, we are behaving like a bainani which is ultimately awesome, but understand that we don't get a lot of credit for that because there isn't really a struggle, not because we're tzaddik, and because in this area, I don't care. Then the Alter Rebbe speaks about a person that might have a little bit more of life and vitality and, and passion. The person is not a depressed person. However, another good rule, that people that live a disciplined life, if you get into a certain cycle, you get into a, a certain place, you, go, you get up every day at the same time. Every day you do the same thing. You go to sleep at the same time. You get into a habit and you keep yourself busy. It says in Pirkei is that the yoke of learning and the yoke of making a livelihood, if one undertakes both, they're not going to sin because they won't have time and energy to sin. No, it's had they had a day off, if you give the guy an hour off, why will he sin? But you know, you're busy. You're busy between learning, between living and that. You don't have time. That's also a bainini that... Yeah, it, it was hard for you to get into that discipline. But once you get into that path, you are a Bainani. 
but acknowledge that it's not exerting effort because you are in that place where you're distracting yourself on a continuous way. You are habituated already. This is what I got to do now. If I'm, if I'm going to do the wrong thing, I won't make a parnasa. Okay. So the Altarebbe is addressing the third type of person, which is, is that you have a passion and you have desires and you would like to do things that God doesn't want you to do. And nevertheless, every person potentially can always make the right choice. How do you do that? So that's already called someone who's serving God, the servant of God. The first Benini externally is also a servant of God. They're never sinning. But the Alter Rebbe says they're not a servants of God. Because if it's not coming through hard work, in the context of Tanya, you are not serving God. Because even though what counts most is what I do, we begin and end with that. But the, God has tremendous nachas by our struggle and our overcoming the struggle. It is of tremendous value. Beruchni is the whole battle, the whole purpose why we are here spiritually is we are foot soldiers in that struggle. So you're on that struggle, I'm on that struggle, and we win it when we do the inner work, when there is a struggle, and I have a desire, and I have somehow, I figured out how to win. That's the one who's serving God. And I, this is the question, how do you win? So the Altarebbe writes like this. Now there are many different techniques. So we're starting with the long, short path. The long, short path means is that Altarebbe is going to give certain things that we should do. That, yeah, it takes time. But when you succeed at it, then you're a winner. That was a story in the Talmud that a Roman general saw a Yerushalmi kid outside Yerushalayim and there was a bifurcation in the road and he wanted to get to Jerusalem so he asked the Yerushalmi boy which, which path is the shorter path. So the Yerushalmi says this road is the longer shorter and that one is the stronger longer, stronger, the shorter longer a Yiddish answer. And what does that mean? So the longer road was physically longer but there were less obstacles in it. So you went in it but you went in it you got into Yerushalayim the other one was short Filled with obstacles. So it was shorter, but it was longer. So we're learning now long, short approaches. It takes more time, but you don't have obstacles. If you follow the program, you'll succeed. And here, just to repeat what we spoke out last week. Everyone, no one debates that. If you only look at this second, I, ha I acknowledge that I have enough um, control over what I do. I have control over my behavior in the very short term. I can always right now choose to do the right thing. It becomes challenging because I don't live my life from one second to the other. I understand what's happening. You're telling me in the beginning of Yom Kippur, you can't eat for the whole 26 hours. That's hard. If you tell a person, you just can't eat for one second. That's easy. But we don't think that way. We, we, we look at the future. So how do you overcome the things that you want to do, never to do it, never to do it? So we use the words that we have the power of Malchus and we have the power of Memshalus. We are Melech There's a king and a dictator. A dictator means that I am going against the will of the people. I'm dictating to the people they should, against what they want. That's a dictator. A king is someone who inspires the people. The people want to do what the king wants. What's impossible in the long run is to be a Moishal. That's where the challenge is. If I always want to do a sin, to tell me that I always have to overcome that, it's suffocating. And even though the Alter Rebbe says that if you are not given the gift of a tzaddik, 
you will always have some of that, but you have the power to get rid of some of that. We have the power, at least partially, to be of influence in the inner person, and there will be moments that even the non-sadik at moments will not want to do what God doesn't want him to do. And during those moments, you're not going through a struggle. So those will be the moments of, I can live, I can breathe. Not I can live because I'm giving in to my instinct. No, I'm, I can live because there are moments in the day that I won't even want to do, even a non-sadik, against the will of God. How do I get there? So the Alter Rebbe says that when a person is going to spend time contemplating, thinking, about themes of Hasidus, thinking about the greatness of God, thinking how God is recreating the world every instant, thinking about everything that we have as a gift from God's kindness, thinking about the fact that we all love life, and loving life is tantamount to loving God, thinking about all the gifts that God gave me until this point, and all of that contemplation ideally happens during davening. So if a person like the Hayyim Yom today, when a person davens with Kavana, and we mentioned that certain people like Rabbi Bar Nachmeni inspired himself while he was learning. He was doing a holy activity during the time that he was learning. At that time, even if he would have been a Bainani, he wouldn't have felt any desire to do bad. And let's just bring it down to our lives. First of all, we should daven better. But think about certain Jew, uh, Yiddishkeit activities that I know that when I'm doing that, I'm, I'm inspired. When I'm doing that, I'm not even struggling with myself. Right? When a Yid is dancing on, on Simchas Torah, he's not struggling with his Yetzir Harder then. Then he's good. So figure out what activities, and it has a lot more to do with the Rebbe says, with learning, with thinking, with contemplation about the awesomeness of God. Do some of that. During those moments, you'll be inspired. You'll be inspired because you will arouse the feeling of love to God, not only from the godly soul. During those moments, even the non-Sadiq, will inspire the animal soul to love God, those will be the moments in which you'll have a relief from struggle. Then you'll be the melech, the godly soul will be the king, that he's going to lead all of him, including the animal, with their desire. So if you have enough of those moments, then you'll be strong enough that even though those moments will go away, they will go away. We're not a tzaddik. So I'm inspired right now, but I know that in 10 minutes I can be uninspired. But I'll have a lot more power then as well because I'm always a Maishal. I always have the power to be in control of my behavior. The reason why it's so difficult is because a person says to himself, I can't tread water forever. If God would only tell me don't sin for 10 minutes, okay, I'm in. But God told me never sin. I can't, it's too much. So it's, God never told you never to sin because there'll be moments that you're never struggling with that. Of course God said never to sin. But as long as we have enough moments in which we are a Melech, then we will be able to succeed in being in control of our behavior even when we're not inspired. So the Benini is a Yid, not a Tzaddik, but he'll make sure that every day there'll be plenty of moments where he's not wanting to sin. There's no want to sin. That's the way to do it. So then the Alter Rebbe says that not every Benini not every common person like us who will contemplate and will do mitzvahs and will learn Torah, even during those moments, not everyone is so excited about godliness that their animal soul then is fully on board. There are people that even when they are inspired, good, you are inspired, even then they have a struggle. So what should such a person do? 
So the Alter Rebbe says that even a person who's unable, even temporarily, to fully uh, convince, bring over to our side, to the side of holiness, the animal soul, but every person, through contemplating on the greatness of God, through learning Torah with their life, during that moment, the animal soul will at least experience a desire to have the desire. That's called the benini of kach yoas. So certain benini, the tama, the perfect benini is the person that mamish at least at certain times is fully on board. That gives him koyach to fight himself when he's not on board. And even the benini that never gets fully on board, but all of us through the long road, through thinking about the greatness of God, through investing ourselves, through having moments every day where it will be maybe not perfectly easy, but it's going to be a lot easier. Because even if we won't want, we'll have the want to want. And there's a beautiful Hasidic story, the Friedrich Rebbe, who was the only son of his father, the Rebbe Rashab. He was raised by his father, a Rebbe raising a son, one son to be a Rebbe. Not only was the, was the Rebbe Rashab fully invested, like all the Rabbeim, but there's a lot written about the type of chinuch he received, but many elder Hasidim felt it's their responsibility, knowing that in the future this child will become a Rebbe, to, to direct him. And he, and he was very open to that. And he wrote about different uh, occurrences that happened in his young life that marked him deeply. So he writes that it was a Tes Kislev. Tes Kislev is a Lubavitcher, Chabad Lubavitch special day. It's the day in which the, um, the Mittler Rebbe was born and passed away. And there was a Fabrengen. And there, it, was a, it was a Shabbos Fabrengen. Now the Friedrich Rebbe's father, when his father was a Rebbe, used to daven very long. Like a tzaddik. He used to daven until five in the afternoon. Daven very late. Imagine, these are, so they had, they washed before Shkia for Shabbos. And he made a Fabrengen. That's Kislev. And the Fabrengen went... And his father was speaking, my mother, and he was speaking Hasidus, which speaks, you have to be uh, intelligent to understand. But he was also sharing many beautiful stories. A story touches your heart. Amongst the Hasidim there was a Yid by the name of Hanoich Henech Kugel, an elder Hasid, a very holy Jew, sitting in Fabrengen. The Fabrengen finished. Fabrengen finished, they daven Mairif. People are going to go home. And the three could ever realized that this Chanoich, this elder Chassid, is davening Maida very slowly, with a lot of kavanah. He noticed that. So he goes home. He did what he needed to do. He was, I think, 18 years old when this happened. That means he was married already for two or three years. He was a young, a young married man. And something in his heart says, he wants to go see Handel davening. He comes back to shul in the middle of the night. And, and, and this Handel is davening, Halavai, we should daven Yom Kippur. He's davening and he's crying. And he was so moved by his prayers that he sat behind him to witness a chassid davening. When he finally finished davening, Kugel, Henech, looks around and he sees that the Rebbe's son is sitting there. So he felt it's, 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 it's important for him to share with the, with the Friedrich Rebbe as a, as a youngster what was that davening all about. So he tells him, I want you to know something. That when I sat at the, at the Fabrengen of the Rebbe, and the Rebbe was teaching Hasidus, and Handel doesn't understand. He says, I cannot have any complaints to God on that. Not everyone is entitled to understand Hasidus. But when the Rebbe is saying Hasidus stories, and Handel is not moved, he's the same Handel 
So he says, this I can daven with. And I can come to God and tell God that to every Jew, God owes a little bit of a Yiddish hearts. And why is it that I am not getting moved by these stories? Can you imagine? That's a Jew who thinks he's not getting moved by a story. A Jew that davens four or five hours, might have Matzah Shabbos, crying his neshama out, because every Jew deserves a little bit of Jewish heart. So this is the, the, the bainini of Kach Yasa, that even if a person feels that they don't fully at times win over the animal, but he wanted to want. Wanting to want is gavaldi. And once you want to want, the goal will always be, again, if this is behavior, and this is the inside of the person, and this is good, and this is bad, so the behavior, we have to always be on top of the game. Problem is, is that the inner person, by the bainini, is down over here, that's tense. So most people resolve the tension every now and then by lowering their standards because they can't. The Alter Rebbe wrote the Sefer Tanya acknowledging that we can never be the tzaddik. But we can, we can crank it up, bring it up a little bit. And the more at least at times that you elevate the animal soul, the concept is gavaldic. So enjoy, savor those moments. You know, it's when you have like an alahavdal, a person goes on vacation. Enjoy that. So you, now is your time to relax, and that's going to give you the kayak when you have to go into the grind. So the moment, so to say, of a vacation is when we don't have a struggle. And the Alter Rebbe is telling us that we have to find in our Yiddish guide certain moments, certain activities, that when we are doing that, it's very easy to do the right thing. And the more moments like that that we have, then the more power we have to be in dominating our animal, even when we are not inspired. To be continued. Okay.